Good morning, guys, and welcome to March 15, 2018. This is your host, Sarai Darbandi of the Spirit of Aya podcast. And today we're talking about the differences between DMT and ayahuasca. So DMT, or dimethylhydramine, is a chemical substance, um, and then ayahuasca is a shamanic indigenous brew that's been given for about 200 years in South America, and it's made by a plant. The bee cappy vine and the chacruna leaves. And so when we take a look at DMT, when someone ingests DMT alone, usually by smoking it, um, the experience is very quick, very intense, um, and and by mean very quick, I mean like, you know, two to six minutes, if that. And within that six minutes, though, you really experience an eternity of images, realities. Um, you see a lot of different things. Um, so I've been told. Um, I've never experienced DMT before. And... Um, it's very, uh, yeah, very fast, quick, intense. Um, doesn't have that, you know, mother quality, so to speak, like ayahuasca does. You don't feel like there's a presence there because there's really no time for it. Um, I've heard people say, like, they've met, like, different beings and aliens when they're on their DMT trip. But for the most part, they, you know, it's, it's you're in one reality and you're in another and then boom you're back down again and um this can be you know therapeutic in a way just because sometimes just knowing that there is more to our consciousness than this third dimension can be very important for somebody um to help them look at something differently to help them shift their perception to make them realize um, that that little world that they're living in isn't the only one. Um, because we can all, at some point we've all kind of been there, it's really hard to go through the ego life or the human life without feeling selfish or acting out selfish at one point. Um, the important thing is not to stay there, feel stuck there, and live there. Um, and then with ayahuasca, it's very... It's completely different than a DMT trip. Um, number one, for the indigenous and cultural and shamanic approach that DMT really doesn't... Um, I mean, it can potentially have that, but traditionally it doesn't, it doesn't have that. So with ayahuasca, there's, um, you know, there's a full ceremony. There's setting intention. There's preparing for the ceremony. There's a shaman who's there to sit with you if you don't want a shaman to sit with you you know you can have a caretaker a sitter somebody there to make sure you know you you actually probably want to have a sitter with dmt too but it's definitely more important with ayahuasca because it lasts much 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 longer so with ayahuasca the onset is about an hour the intensity of the trip lasts from two to four hours and then you know, wears off in about six. And that really all depends actually on how much you're dosing and the timing of your dosing. So if you take an ounce and then another ounce 
and then another ounce and then another ounce you know versus um, say you took two ounces of uh, two ounces two times you know that's gonna be different than the first scenario that was just described so it really all depends on the timing and you know all that stuff but that's usually how it goes um, and then within the uh, the context of the ceremony whether it's individual or in a group setting uh, you definitely have a presence of somebody is taking you through basically your neural networks of your brain and then at the same time uh, huh I mean I naturally want to say like shattering the illusion of it um, because really it is um, you know it's partially illu illusion um, I think Mother Ayahuasca's job is to reveal to you what's no longer serving you and then keep the rest. Because to say that anything that's within us is... Sometime when I uh, do these recordings, it stops at five minutes and then I end up like doing some sort of house tour. And then I come back, I don't remember what I was talking about. But, um, but I know I was talking about Ayahuasca, I just didn't know what I was talking about specifically. So um, getting back to... Yeah, just how it's completely different than the DMT, like feeling like somebody's actually there with you, taking you through the journey, um, and there's a presence, um, and that presence is really, it truly is there to, this is what I believe, you know, I've heard a lot of people reference that there's, there's a mother there, there's a guide I've heard mini psychotherapist, which kind of makes me excited because that's that's what I do for a living, um, and it's very intriguing to think about how ayahuasca has really been able to help transform people's lives because they truly feel that it has helped them in some sort of divine and. Um, spiritual mother-like way and uh there's there's um something so intelligent about it i it is beyond me totally beyond me it's beyond people and i think that's why i'm so intrigued by it is that a lot of this is kind of unexplainable which makes it very attractive there's like this um because it's like, it's so outside of the ego. That's kind of why I like it. You know, there's a lot of things in psychotherapy um, and math and science and that it's very explainable and we know what's going on and we can kind of wipe our hands and walk away. Um, it's those things that like it doesn't, you can't really fully comprehend it. That really makes me jazzed, so to speak. So the, um, and the other thing too is um, when I was interviewing Dr. Rick Straussman, he definitely uh, explained how ayahuasca gives you like this space to actually work through things. Where DMT, you don't really have time to do that. You really just shot up in the air and you come down. Um, and that was pretty fascinating um, hearing, really just hearing him talk about that. Um, and I, I seem to believe that it that is has to be true because of the people I've interviewed and them just talking about how DMT, um, excuse me, how ayahuasca has helped them. There's there's a lot of room to work through through tri you know childhood trauma, um, 
working through family of origin, um, forgiving people in the past, just like letting go of the ego programming, um, or just like shifting it in this whole different way, um, and connecting with the source, you know, it's, it's so important. Um, so those are kind of the differences between DMT and ayahuasca and, um, Okay, so that's today's segment, and then I will draw a card for you guys. So I've been using Denise's, Denise Lynn's um, tarot card deck for a while, so... Actually, it's Oracle, not tarot, sorry. So, let me see here. Okay. So I drew Spirit Keeper of the East. Let's see. So new beginnings, a fresh cycle is occurring in your life. Wipe the slate clean. It's now time to re release the old and start again. No matter what has happened in the past, you don't need to repeat it in the future. In native traditions, the directions are honored. It's believed that every direction has an associated spirit that can be called upon. In the great cycle of life, the east is the place of the rising sun. It is also associated with planting seeds in the springtime, birth, and the waxing moon and new beginnings. Pulling this card means that this is a close that this is the close of one cycle and the beginning of an this is the close of one cycle and the beginning of another. Although it's often difficult to release familiar routines, situations, or relationships, when they no longer empower you, your native spirit asks that you don't cling to the old but set sail into new waters. Face your fear and allow yourself to stretch in a new direction. Wonderful opportunities will be born in your life. Stand and be still. Breathe and center yourself, then slowly turn in a circle. Close your eyes and feel the energy of the direction. Uh, there is a difference in the feeling in each direction. Stand facing east as the sun rises. Sense the unique energy of that direction. And there could not, you know, really there's... This is so spot on for pretty much everyone, um, but literally today when I woke up, I felt like a huge weight has been lifted um, because of some personal work that I have been working very hard at, um, and thank God for the people that are in my life that I can uh, practice my new ways of, of being, and um, yeah, so we're, we're shifting into the spring equinox here, so... I mean, seasonally, we're all going through a change um, on a, you know, environmental level, but it's usually a time in terms of people just to let go, and I know I'm letting go of a lot of different things right now. It's, you know, and the one thing I don't think anyone, sometimes when you read these cards, they're like, let go, <laughs> and it's like, it's super painful though, like when you let go of old behaviors and thinking patterns, like, no one tells you, hey, this is really going to suck. <laughs> you 
you know, so just keep that in mind that like it is very intense um, and it's meant to be, you know, because it's supposed to be challenging. Um, let, you know, if it was easy, you would just fall back into the old behavior and then, you know, start that cycle over again until you felt ready to change. So, um, I will see you guys back here tomorrow on Friday, March 16th. Um, my cat is being funny. Okay, alright, I'll see you guys tomorrow.